everyone. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Lance. I'm an entrepreneur, social media strategist, keynote speaker, and author. But my most important role is wife and mom to our adorable two boys. I run our company, Katie Lance Consulting, side-by-side with my husband, Paul, and our passion is to help real estate professionals get smarter about how they use social media. But in this podcast, I'm excited to share with you my stories and take you behind the scenes into how I got to where I am, how I build our successful company, how I juggle being a wife, mom, business owner, and so much more. If you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, social media geek like me, real estate professional, or a mom, or maybe all of the above, you are in the right place. Let's get started. Hi there. Thanks for tuning in. It's episode four of the Katie Lance podcast. And before I jump into today's podcast, I just have to give a big shout out to you, to all of our friends and family and supporters of this podcast. You know, when we launched this podcast a few weeks ago, we weren't quite sure what to expect, but the response has been so overwhelming and so wonderful. And I just want to give all of you a big shout out and say thank you for liking and subscribing and leaving us reviews and sharing this on social media. We so appreciate it. So, so, so much. So big shout out to all of you. Thank you so much. So today's episode is the next step in our journey, in my story, in the story of my husband and I. So in the last episode, I talked about our wedding and how we had kind of a whirlwind romance, uh, met online, got married within six months. And the next part of that journey that I wanted to share here on our podcast was what happened over the next few years. Because as some of you may or may not realize, the first two years that we were married, Paul and I lived in Indiana for those first two years. Now we're both from uh, California, as a lot of you know, if you've listened to the podcast, but we made the the decision to kind of go on an adventure after we got married. And uh, we decided to move out to the Midwest. We had some family out there. We decided to save a little bit of money. The Midwest is is a lot more affordable uh, in many ways than California. And so shortly after our wedding, literally a few days after our wedding, we got in our 1994 teal Toyota Corolla. Can you imagine it? It was one of my favorite cars. We had that car for a long time, even after some of those hubcaps started falling off, which I don't know, there's something about Toyota Corollas. Next time you see an old Toyota Corolla, look to see if there's any hubcaps. I can almost guarantee there won't be. Anyways, that's a whole nother story. So we got in our uh, 1994 Toyota Corolla, drove over 2,200 miles, took us uh, probably close to a week. We kind of took our time. You know, we were uh, at a a really great place, I think, uh, just personally. We had just gotten married. We were also in between jobs, so we weren't under a huge time crunch, and we were on, uh, on an adventure. Now, the other side of that adventure is that we did not have a whole lot of money. We were literally living on love. <laughs> and if you've ever had that experience, you probably know exactly what uh, what I mean. So we drove co- across country and we ended up staying with some family for a little bit and then ended up uh, getting into our own place at one point. But those first few months uh, were quite an experience. We actually slept on an air mattress the first few months because we didn't have a mattress We had a lot of hand-me-down furniture. Uh, You know, I smile kind of thinking back to some of the furniture we had. We we certainly visited a lot of garage sales, uh, a lot of Kmarts, a lot of Walmarts. And what happened in that experience of 
driving cross country, having this kind of new adventure of just being the two of us, what I thought was so powerful. And as I look back at this, you know, we've been married 17 years now. And as I look back at that experience, what was so powerful is that in those first two years of marriage, we learned to lean on each other. We learned to really lean on each other and let the glue stick let the glue stick. I remember someone, it was either a friend or a family member told, told me about this idea of, you know, when you first get married and you, you get into arguments or you don't always agree on things, it's so easy to just like, you know, turn and, and call your mom or turn and, and, and you know, to vent to a best friend or, or whatever it might be. But there is something really valuable about leaning on each other and letting that glue stick. And so it was, it was, an interesting time for us because in some ways it was, it was, it was challenging. Obviously, like I said, we were, we were living on love. We just had that one car, that one teal <laughs> Toyota Corolla. Uh, Paul ended up getting a, uh, a really good job um, when we were out there, but we were, it was only, we only had that one car and he was working the night shift, which meant we were on crazy hours. We were getting up at like, I don't know, in the afternoon. And then he was going to work at three or four. And then I was picking him up, you know, at midnight or 1am and we were on this kind of crazy schedule, but it didn't matter because we were in love and, you know, we just got married and, and, uh, it was, it was all an adventure, right? But I look back at that time and, and like I said, a big lesson that I wanted to share here on this, on this podcast is this idea of learning to really lean on each other. That I think was so valuable. It also gave me some time to really kind of figure out what it is I wanted to do. It took me some time to kind of figure out what it is I wanted to do. And if you listen back to episode two, you know, I shared my experience working with Vector Marketing and Cutco Cutlery, which, which, which was such a great experience. I worked there off and on um, the better part of about eight years. And when we moved to Indianapolis, you know, it really gave me an opportunity to continue to sell Cutco. I sold Cutco periodically. And because I was an independent contra- contractor with them, I was able to have a little bit of flexibility, but it was challenging since we only had one car. And so I started to kind of explore what I was really passionate about. And it was in Indiana that I started exploring speaking and speaking professionally. Now, this was back, like I said, 2001, 2002, early 2003. And when I worked for Vector and when I worked for Cutco, I did a lot of speaking. I was one of those people that kind of one of those crazy ones that didn't mind getting up in front of a group of people. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed inspiring and helping other people. And sure, I would get nervous from time to time, but I also felt like, you know, when you have that little voice in the back of your head that says, you know, I think this is a, this is a gift. I think this, there's a talent that I have here. And I wasn't quite sure what that was back in 2002, uh, but I started to kind of think about this. And so I started reaching out to a lot of local organizations in Indiana. I started reaching out to Rotary Clubs, Kiwanis Clubs, Lions Clubs, uh, women's groups. And I started reaching out and offering to do free talks. And lo and behold, I, I got uh, hired and booked to do a lot of free free talks. <laughs> so I spoke at dozens and dozens and dozens of Rotary Clubs, Kiwanis Clubs, Lions Clubs. I spoke at a lot of early morning 7 a.m. breakfasts and lunch meetings while people were, you know, chomping on their sandwiches and <laughs> and clanking their silverware, uh, even some evening meetings. And I talked about business. I talked about marketing. I talked about time management. This was way before social media. But I look back at that time, and of course, none of those were paid speaking engagements. Uh, it was all it was all to get experience, and it was really even though, of course, we needed the money back then. 
it was really a great time in my life to be able to kind of explore and figure out what it is I truly wanted to do. And it, I look back and really think about this opportunity to hone my craft. And I also smile a bit because when you speak at any of these service organizations, you're usually given a little a little token of appreciation. Uh, and at the time, I was given a lot of pens, a lot of ballpoint pens. And I actually wish that I had saved them all because I probably had a collection of, I don't even know, hundreds of <laughs> free pens at one point. So I wanted to share this with you in this particular episode because part of this episode is kind of sharing you know, what that experience was like moving cross country, being a newlywed, living on love. But I also think about that time in my life. And it was such a pivotal time in my life professionally. Right now, as as a lot of you know, I'm a professional speaker and a big part of what I love to do. And my passion is speaking in front of audiences. And I feel so honored to be a paid professional speaker. And I look back at the journey of of what it took to get here. And part of that journey happened back in 2002, back in 2003, when I was doing so many of these free speaking gigs and getting those those free pens. And the lesson here that I want to share with all of you is that you only get better at something by doing it. You only get better at something by doing it. And, you know, this was way before iPhones. So I, I wish I had a recording of <laughs> some of these talks that I get that I did. And I'm sure some of them were just terrible. <laughs> but you only get better at something by doing it. Now, in the middle of all of this experience, by the way, I also picked up a couple little odd jobs here and there. In fact, I actually worked at a scrapbook store for a nanosecond. Literally, I think it was a few days, might have been a few weeks. Some of you might know if you know me really well, know that I love to be crafty. I love scrapbooking. I unfortunately have not made as much time to do it recently, as we all know, as if you're a busy mom or a busy parent, you know, there's only so many hours in the day sometimes. So that's definitely something I'd like to make more time for because I I love doing that. I was able to do that um, scrapbooking quite a bit uh, when when I was in Indianapolis. And so I had a, a fun job at a scrapbook store and that was the only job I can't believe I'm going to admit this, but this was the only job I was actually fired from. (laughs) And to this day, I have no idea why I was fired, but uh, it makes me smile. It makes me laugh. I guess we all have one of those jobs, right? Um, So that was, again, just, you know, a blip on the screen as I look back to (laughs) to my my journey. I also think back uh, to just the, the money part of things because, Money is not is not everything, as we all know, but money certainly helps in a lot of ways. And as I've said a few times on this podcast, we were definitely living on love. I'll give you a quick a quick example. Our first Christmas in 2001, we only had $30 to spend on each other. And money was really tight. My husband was the only one really bringing in that full-time income at the time. And so I remember going to this store, uh, Myers which if you live in the Midwest, you're probably familiar with Myers. It's kind of like a, I guess, a Walmart slash Target. It kind of sells everything. And I remember going there on December 23rd uh, and my husband and I kind of, you know, split up and said, okay, we'll meet back here in an hour. And, you know, let's see what we can spend on each other. And I remember picking up like a, a magazine for him and, you know, a couple other little things. It was, um, you know, at the time, probably stressful. But also, as I look back, gosh, it really gave me such an appreciation for money and appreciation for the fact that so often things that we value are tied up 
with money. But some of the most valuable things have nothing to do with money. And so as I get towards the end of this podcast, this episode here, I just want to quickly share a few lessons learned in this whole experience. A couple lessons. First of all, big lesson was the value of leaning on your partner, right? The value of of really leaning into each other, especially uh, in the early stages of a relationship, but also as you continue through your relationship, right? We've been married 17 years and there's still so much value in, in leaning into each other and not talking badly about each other with, with other people that, you know, out there in the world. There's also another big lesson that I want to share, and that is the value of putting yourself out there. You know, the value of putting yourself out there, I think is so important. We took this big leap to move cross country and, and we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know what was going to happen, but you know, we said, you know, we only live once. Let's try this out. Let's see what happens and let's go from there. And so often I hear so many people say, oh, I wish I could do this one day and I wish I could do that. And, uh, you know, obviously there's, there's different time constraints and, and money constraints, but at the end of the day, you know, we only live once. So if there's something you want to do, you know, make it happen and, and make the, make the choices, put those things in place to try to try to move that forward. The other big lesson that, that was, that I learned is the, the value of what's really important. What's the value of things that are really important at the end of the day, stuff is just stuff, right? Stuff is just stuff. So be grateful for what you have. And I have to say at the end of this two year journey, I quickly learned as, as beautiful as the Midwest is, uh, I'm not a fan of humidity. I'm not a fan of the snow. <laughs> and I quickly learned that I am a California girl. So in 2003, we packed everything up again in our 1994 teal Toyota Corolla. At this time, we had two cats. And so we packed up our cats. We rented a small little six by nine, uh, you know, trailer hitch and drove back across the country for our next adventure. Uh, And that was quite an experience. I remember driving across the Rockies going like "Mm, maybe 35 or 40 miles an hour. And you know, you're going slow when those big, big rigs are passing you on the freeway. But we drove cross country and that led us to our next adventure. So our next episode, I'm going to share what happened next, because when we drove cross country, it was time to find jobs again and try to figure out what we were going to do. What was that next step? And I'm going to share with you a really special experience uh, that really helped to lay so many foundations for me. And I'll give you a hint. It has to do with the toy industry. Yep the toy industry. All right. That'll be next on our next episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know your feedback. Feel free to reach out to me on social media and we'll catch you next time. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this podcast, I'd love if you subscribe and leave me a review. Also make sure you visit me over at katielance.com where you can sign up for our free email newsletter, find out about upcoming events I'm speaking at, and check out what our Get Social Smart Academy is all about. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next time.